Hello, everyone. Welcome to another issue, another issue, another episode of Smoke Out with Shelly Nash Day, episode 12, if you can believe it. Of course, if you want to know more about the show, ShellySJSmokeOut.com. That's all of our links. Learn more about myself and Shelly, of course. Also, you can check us out on social media and subscribe on OnlyFans and Patreon. A lot of stuff going on in both places, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I'm, of course, Tanner Jesus. You can Google me as well or Bing or whatever if you want to find out about me. She is Shelly Martinez, content creator, model, professional wrestler, extraordinaire. Shelly, how are you doing? First of all, people don't Google me, okay? <laughs> hey, why not? Because you might Take come across some <laughs> No, you might come across some things that you don't want to find. Maybe you do, but I don't want you to find it. Gosh, <laughs> I wish I was one of those people that like had a ton of money that they can like have hire people to scrub out like you know what I mean? Like that's what a lot of celebrities get to do when they make that big time money. Oh, they man. get to have some scrubbers get rid of like the majority, not all, but the easily findable stuff. Must be nice. If you Google me, you mostly just get the band Stone Jesus. <laughs> I pop up every now and then. <laughs> of course, it is Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. Subscribers get access to the Zoom sessions where we record the show and can smoke out with us. Which one of the many things we do during the show. Of course, only a week away from the big roast. Can't believe it's only a week. It's I know. Here. I'm going to be 61 years old. I can't That's believe right. it. I think this is too bright. I just looked at my little thing here. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, yes, I'm sure Shelly's uh, advanced age will be one of the topics for the roast. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been bouncing around some ideas of what I'm going to be saying. So that's fun. Because as I mentioned before, I am huge, a huge fan of roasts, especially like the Martin roast. I love watching those growing up. And then of course, when Comedy Central started their roast, and I just enjoyed so many of those. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones I've seen have been really awesome. And whatever happens, I know it's going to be fun. And I'm really looking forward to, um, I don't know, I feel like people who maybe normally wouldn't tune in because they get to see it for free. They get to see the shenanigans that we're kind of up to over here and what we're about. Because I understand, like, it's it's easy to just be like, oh, you know, you the people not even really watching what, like, the clips we put out and stuff like that to see what we're up to. They just kind of, like, skim through their timeline and they're like, oh, gosh. I think a lot of those, oh gosh, people will tune in and they'll love it. And they'll be like, oh, I thought this was something completely different. No, it's fun. That's what it is. F-U-N fun. That's right. One word describes us. It's fun. <clears throat> Longtime listeners and uh, watchers of the Standard Jesus show will know we used to do a roast back in the day on the show. But we roasted people like Charlie Brown and Santa Claus and stuff like that. It was very fun. Scooby-Doo. I had sound effects in the whole nine yards. It was a whole... Uh, that's awesome. I want to see that. You have to send me some links to that. I have to find them. I know I got some of them loaded up. We also roasted the Prophet Muhammad. For a little while, I was trying to get people to burn me an effigy in the Middle East. That never panned out. I was trying to get some publicity that way. But nobody cared. Story of my career. No one cared. That'd be my autobiography title. <laughs> no one cared by staring Jesus. <laughs> yes. I get it. Trust me. The roast a week away. We'll be free. It'll be awesome. Speaking of which, a little bit earlier tonight, I was testing something called StreamYard. 
and we might be able to do our show on that after, going forward after the roast. The roast may be the last thing we do on Zoom. There's a stream yard. You can add graphics. You can have people on, you know, show like your computer screen, all that stuff. It may not work for my show, the Stern Jesus show, because it won't let me do audio files, as I can tell, which I do a lot of audio files, commercials and stuff for my show. But for our show, it may work perfectly and eliminate the need for me to put graphics on the show afterwards and I'll do it at the same time as we record and it'll save a lot of time. We will see. Do they allow us to smoke and drink? Yeah, I think uh, well, I can stream it if I wanted to, but I also have an option of just recording, which is what we do here. And I can just take that video and load it straight to OnlyFans and um, Patreon. I don't know if we could ever go live on OnlyFans or Patreon. I don't know if OnlyFans or, or Patreon has that kind of capability, but you never know. <clears throat> they actually the do in the sense of like, you know, when you use things that like you can stream to a lot of different things at once. Mm -hmm. If you go in on OnlyFans, there's the little code thingy you need for that. Okay. Maybe I might try doing there. it live on OnlyFans. That might be something. You know, something exciting. Yeah. Look at that. You didn't even wait for me. I thought you were ready. <laughs> well, I'll do another one. I don't care. There's no rules. No it's rules. It's fun. It's freewheeling. <laughs> oh, my. So earlier before, um, I didn't have my lights set up really, and I just kind of rushed because today I proudly say I shat myself. Now, nice. when people that have watched my content before, they know I've... <laughs> shat myself before <laughs> but today i shat myself in a whole different dimension another level the way i shat myself was it all started with my sister and she tagged me on twitter on this link and it was the one the only william shatner singing rocket man have you seen this I have. Uh, Stewie on <laughs> Family Guy actually does like a um, like a parody, I guess, of it. He does it in the same cadence and all that. That's the reason I know that. <laughs> so it started with that. And then I kept thinking about it. So all week we've been like, Rocket Man. And so <clears throat> I told my sister, well, it makes sense that he used to do those commercials and they would have him kind of be beat necky. And she was like, what commercials? Because you have to understand, Danielle's nine years younger than me. So mm. she knows a lot, but not all. So hey, I was looking on not YouTube. Not to interrupt you, Shelly, but oh, we actually have yes. a uh, subscriber calling in. Bring him on. Bring him Brian, on. Brian, who I'm sure you Big know. Big time Bry. Is being admitted to the show. Awesome. And it'll connect. Eventually, it'll connect when Zoom feels like it. Maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got an X. He's not connected to audio. But I think he's watching the show. Brian, if you're watching, if you want to, you can do no video, no sound. You can chat. Yeah. Type in Just the chat room. Just let us know that you're Whatever. Yeah. There. Are you there, Brian? Yes. You let us know, Brian. And uh, Shelly was talking about the, uh, the irreplaceable, <laughs> irredeemable William Shatter. <laughs> so... Um, one of the things about me and William Shatner, the first time I got shat on, 
was <laughs> when um oh cool i could see it too right there looking great hi from big time brian welcome brian welcome to the show thanks for being a subscriber so um the first time i got shot on was when i was at wrestlemania week and that was shortly before i got fired and um william shatner i couldn't remember if he was getting inducted as the celebrity that year for the hall of fame or if he was introducing the person i can't it was one or the other and um i just remember when i went and i was like chatting with here's the thing that bothers me i remember a lot i remember a lot of things that people that know me in my personal life like, how do you remember all that like that was so long ago so i pride myself that i remember things so when i don't remember details about moments I never forget about it bothers me like what, what were we talking about so I don't know what we were talking about but I just remember he was laying on the shed and I didn't like it I was just like oh he's one of these old man river from Hollywood types I know exactly those types and the thing is I actually get along really well with the old man river types that run Hollywood and stuff I've been amongst some of them and I've had some awesome conversations but where we butt heads is they want their butt kissed all the time. They want, yes, men and women around them. So when they see that I'm not that way and if I'm engaging in a conversation and I'm having a good time, it's going to show. And, but I'm not going to be all up someone's butt because like whatever. So that's when I've watched old men river types kind of do this turn on me where it's like they don't understand why it's not working on them especially when I was younger because they're like here's this young girl like doesn't she know who I am it's like that vibe right so that's the first time I got shat on and he didn't like that I wasn't <laughs> buying his shat and therefore I shat on him <laughs> and he didn't like it so what's interesting is growing up I remember playing with my Barbies and watching um, Star Trek, the original one. And um, then I kind of fell out, whatever. And so when I met him, I was just like, whatever. I was kind of had like an attitude about like, I don't even care then, whatever. Well, this past year, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek because there's a show I watch called Spinguli. My friend, he hosts, it's a really awesome show. And after Spinguli, a lot of times Star Trek would come on. So and I, I was reminded that when I was that little girl playing with my Barbies, I love the women's hair and the outfits in Star Trek. <laughs> I love the lighting and like all the little details. So I've become officially a Trekkie. <laughs> 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 and um, so it's funny that I stumbled upon all this Shatner content that I had no idea was out there, like the music albums he's had and his yeah. interpretations of songs <laughs> like Bohemian Rhapsody. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I prefer his version over the original. Wow. Some because I'm a, well, because here's the thing. I am a very lyrics kind of person. Like if you have good lyrics in a song, even if the rest of it doesn't sound so good, if I like your lyrics, I'm going to probably like your song. So the fact that he's doing these interpretations <laughs> like when you because here's the thing in my head when i'm singing around driving around town and bohemian rhapsody is coming on i literally feel i know this sounds silly but i feel sad when he's like 
mama just killed like that whole thing when he's talking to his mama you know and then didn't mean to make her cry you know and i really get into it so when shatner is like <laughs> mama <laughs> literally going oh mama i killed a man <laughs> it's so awesome and so i went down this rabbit hole of William Shatner and I got so distracted that I hadn't done my makeup I hadn't gotten ready yet and I was like dude I better hurry up because I'm down this shat hole over here I don't know happened. we uh we seem to have lost Brian oh reconnect. no maybe William Shatner is uh maybe get a last minute uh, <laughs> on the roast. here's the thing what <clears throat> and it's funny because when I watch Star Trek sometimes, there's moments that he is just so good in that moment. Like, and that's a lot of the time that he's, you know, playing his character. But then there's scenes sometimes, and sometimes in a scene, it's just like a little moment where I don't buy it. I, he seems, he's kind of almost coming off like a bad actor to me. And I don't understand why, because the majority of the time, he's so good that even if it's an over the top kind of thing going on, I still am buying it. I believe it. And he's making me feel, you know, and um, of course, everything always goes back to wrestling, but that's what I loved about wrestling was when I would make people believe that I was hurting somebody or someone was hurting me or that I'm being the ultimate bitch or I'm the ultimate girl next door. I'm your buddy. You know, it's awesome. It's this feeling. So when I watch him, and all the other people on Star Trek, to me, I watch them in a different way now because I am a performer and wrestling is very much like theater. And like a lot of this, like Star Trek kind of stuff, it reminds me of theater, you know? And so it makes me so irked when he pulls me out of the scene because I'm like, what's wrong with you? Were you having a bad moment or something? And I know he has a reputation for being very difficult to work with. So okay. it's like, was that one of those days where like, <laughs> you were just like, whatever, I'm just going to do the scene real quick. Cause like, if there's director's like, we should do that again, Bill. And there's like, no, we're not. I'm done. I'm going to my trailer. <laughs> That's good my enough. goodness. There, there, I don't know if you ever, one of the things that came upon my sister showed it to me. There's an audio on YouTube. Look it up when you get a chance. And he's recording some kind of sound bites or doing a commercial or something. And he ends up like old man rivering out. But the way he does it, he doesn't lose his temper. Like the guy's like, okay, he reads the line. And then the guy's like, okay, can you do it this other way? And he goes, oh, well, why don't you tell me how to do it? Do it. And he, the guy's like, uh, and he's like, oh, no, shit. tell me how you want me to say it. And then the guy says it. And so Shatner mocks him and says it the way he said it. And then he was like, and he's just making this whole thing. When I was telling Danielle, I was like, at the end of the day, Shatner was without saying F you, I'm William Shatner. You're not going to tell me how to do my job. He like did it in this passive aggressive way to where <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the guy if he were to say anything because i was like he should just tell him he's being rude i go but what would happen he'd get fired mm -hmm. he'd get fired it doesn't matter if the audio's there and whoever his bosses are william shatner would be like how dare he say i was rude <laughs> <laughs> and he'd get fired <clears throat> i see he interacts with a lot of his uh his followers and stuff on twitter so he may be, may be able to hook him for the roast or for a future episode 
Whichever. You never know. Well, here's the thing. On that Rocket Man, I'm like, dude, he's smoking a joint. That's a joint. That is a joint he's smoking. That's not a cigarette. That's a marijuana cigarette. Yes. He's a he's a hip dude. He's also known for that. <laughs> he's the Rocket Man. I was always more man. of a next generation guy. It was on when I was a kid. So I like watching that. I, never, I like never that got one the, too. The technical graphics of the old one. Seems Aww. like, you know, the ship on the string in front of a little backdrop <laughs> going by. But those are like, that's like my content, you see. <laughs> that's what my content looks like. I'm a fan of it. I love the cheese. I love the over-the-topness. Because like I said, when I watch it, if you put people with that same script and the same props and the same everything that aren't good actors, you're just going to make fun of it. Whereas, yeah, you might have moments where you'll laugh, but you really get involved in the story and you get hooked because they're all really good actors. Everyone on there, either a one-off person, like they're all really good. Indeed. And that's just my two cents. <laughs> uh, sticking with that time frame, if you will, one of the things that you uh, wanted to bring up, you told me about in the DMs is the king of rock and roll. Oh my gosh, yes. Elvis himself, seems like a good segue. To the king you know him and him and the chat have a lot in common in my Indeed. opinion <clears throat> this is all just my opinion um you know based on the fact that <clears throat> so this was all telling Danielle I'm really glad that I saw this content that Shatner had out there today not when I met him because I know myself and because a he's good at what he does but he wasn't taking himself serious in the sense where he's like doing these goofy things and like he knows what he's doing and it's freaking awesome. So I'm a big fan of that. That's the kind of performer I am. So if I would have seen all that and then met him, even if I got a bad reaction in my gut, like I did when I met him, I probably would have ignored it in the sense of like, no, though, like he gets it. Like he puts out like, yo, you know, he puts out this content. Like I get him. And it's like, no, dude, he, in my opinion, is that guy. And then when I was kind of peeling back the layers, it's like, you know, it's really cool that <clears throat> like, I'm grateful for everything I've done in my wrestling career, but going to WWE really changed everything because before going there, I had been in the whole Hollywood scene. So I had been around famous people and had my disappointments, but I thought wrestling was different. So when I went to wrestling and I thought like this person over here was super cool. They're different. The way that the, the, what they put out there, they're not like the rest. Yeah, they are. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? They're just really good at putting that on. So by the time I met Shatner, I had already had my Wizard of Oz moment with so many different people where I realized it was just a man behind the curtain. And so I wasn't buying it. And I feel like with Elvis, something that was triggering me, and that's when I had mentioned to you, I'd like to bring it up, is um, like looking at him in that same way trips me out because there is a time in my life for many, many years, many, many years, I was all about Elvis. I was all about him. I remember watching this movie called Elvis and Me that like Priscilla Presley was like behind like her her story. So like it was enchanting to me because it was like she was involved in putting it together. And, you know, it didn't show Elvis in the best light, but, you know, I still it almost 
I hate to admit this, but this is just true. It almost made me like him even more that he was this, because at that time I was a girl that had been, you know, my relationship with my dad was terrible. Like bad things happened. I dated these. So I was always attracted to these dark guys that were like, had these issues. And so Elvis was like the perfect package for a freaking messed up girl like me, you know? So on Elvis and me, he told Priscilla, men like their women with long jet black hair. So that's truly why for most of my like, career in life, I've had long jet black hair. And I would always say, well, Elvis says, and that was my thing. Elvis said, <clears throat> and um, it's so crazy to me that went from that to what had happened is something I follow that talks about like history of pop culture or something, something popped up with him. And I kind of went down that rabbit hole. Like I shat myself today. I went down that Elvis um, rabbit hole and it just, I looked at it differently and it was really crazy because it reminded me, and this is why I wanted to talk about on here about that conversation we had about the wrestling groupies because <clears throat> I had mentioned I get it because like I've been with people who were famous, whether they're actors, musicians, wrestlers. And so I get being lured in. You almost give people credit. You think you could trust them because you you know them because you watch their stuff. It's like, no, dude. But that's like the whole I hate to use this word, but trap of that whole cycle of stuff. And it's like with Elvis, it made me look at myself at like the way I was saying is like, I was so enchanted to where like, I saw this movie that he's like terrible to his women yet that made me like him more. Ew. Like, what is that? And I was just really deep thinking deeply. And it's like, went back to those different issues and looking for connections with guys in the wrong places. And then led back to the groupies. And it's like, you fantasize who these people are and it, like if they give you the time of day in their personal life all of a sudden you feel like you're special and it's like no dude you're just like that girl in that town or for right now because he's bored of this one and that one and that and it's like but when you're in it you really think oh no it's different because he's saying this and then it's like he says the same thing to every single girl but when you're in it even when you know this you're like oh no 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 and this and that and it's just like trips me out that much like and here's the thing i think everything that changed for me in wwe was seeing people that had these groupies that had them in every town they were known to be married or have a girlfriend and yet this is what they do and everyone's on board with it except maybe the wife and girlfriend really knowing but you know they probably kind of know and it's just like this whole thing so it's like I almost feel like and I think I mentioned this before I felt like I was having that moment of like the writer on Almost Famous that movie or like in Great Gatsby you know like just watching these people and being in, in, in invited into their world and just seeing how these different people act and treat them. And it made me understand why these people do what they do and they get away with it. And it was just tripping me out. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a lot, but like, that's why I brought it up because like it's deep. And, you know, I know that maybe not everyone 
is here with us live in the sessions or signing up to like see the content because they're like, oh, you know, I have to pay for it. I don't want to do it. But people see these clips of what we've talked about and you put out there the one with, didn't we, we did put it the one with the groupie one, didn't we? I think. I think so. I, have to I go think back and check so. For sure. But the point is, is like, I don't know. I know some, I know there's people watching out there and like, I just want to let the groupie girls out there or guys. I know no one's going to listen to me, but there might be that one person because they're already sick and tired of it. And they wonder if they should get their way out. This is me telling you, your amiga that, um, like is nothing new. And as a woman, it makes me sick that like all this stuff happened with Elvis. Everyone knows about it. People joke about it. But the man is still like worshipped. And it's like, it's so crazy. And that's what I saw in wrestling. I saw these people not doing the right thing over and over and over but it didn't matter because they still at the end of the day got like they get what they want but then it's like they're not happy and it's a trip because and I know that I'm not saying everyone I don't know everyone but the people who I have trespassed in their personal life so famous and I saw damn dude even with everything at the end of the day because I'm the stoner girl, right? So everyone lets their guard down with me. <laughs> oh, I'm always the one where they're like, dude, I haven't smoked in 10 years, but I feel like comfortable with you. And they'll do it. And all of a sudden they like let it all out. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Because it's a, people need that. And that's why I feel so passionate about the subject. Isn't just because of my personal experience, because I've, oh, I've always been, the, but it's like, I've been because of what I do for a living around these people that people worship and they have these moments with them where it's like all of it, you still play the game to have all of it, but you're still not happy. And it's sad. Yep. Anyway, I end up with people like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Just to be, you know, nothing, nothing's ever gonna make you happy. Then, you know, you're struggling for ways out. Well, even Elvis, like at the end of the day, look at what he turned into. He was so unhealthy. He knew it, but he didn't know any other way. And what's interesting is like, I think about these different people. Like I used to know Corey Haim. And one of the things today I was thinking about, actually, I was like, I wish that in my short friendship with him, I wish I would have asked him how it made him feel when he gained a lot of weight. Cause there was a time where he gained like a lot of weight to where he was like unrecognizable, you know? And here's somebody that was on the cover back in the eighties, poster boy everywhere. Like he was the guy, you know, he was one of those people. He was in this group of people who the media pushed so much. They became so famous. It's back in the day. It was crazy. So it's like, Elvis is the same thing when, you know, he gained the weight and continued his unhealthy habits. It's like, that's not happiness. Like he was not a happy person. Like, and just reading these different stories about like how he like 
started becoming, and I'm sure he just didn't give a SH even more the older he got because it's like, whatever, I'm still here. I'm still getting away with it. It still sucks, whatever. And it's so sad. And, you know, it's crazy because like, I've always kind of gotten that vibe too with Dustin Diamond and now he's passed. And it's oh, like, my first thing was, is like, I hope he wasn't, miserable towards the end of his life in the sense of not physically because I, I can't imagine but I'm just talking about in his spirit because I had seen some interview he did with Mario Lopez and it was um, not too long ago and he had mentioned something about like oh you know would you do be a part of a reboot or reunion or something and he seemed to light light up and out of all the freaking footage I've seen out there of Dustin Diamond talking about Saved by the Bell or anything to do with it he's always bitter and angry and has an attitude but this was the first time i saw him not look that way so that was like dude maybe he's had some growth you know maybe he's had some peace with all of this now like you know whatever and so the find out like shortly after like he passes it's like sad so that's why my thought was i really hope he found that like before that happened because it's so sad absolutely yeah yeah I understand about that story he um i guess he wrote an auto like an autobiography some time ago and said a lot of stuff about cast members he later admitted that really wasn't true and he kind of put it in there to sell books or whatever i don't know the full story but i think at some point he kind of you know apologized for what he had done because apparently that's what pissed the cast off was he was talking about sex backstage and cocaine and all kinds of craziness going on which apparently wasn't really going on yeah sad especially anytime someone that age which we're almost that age it's uh it is fucked up speaking of fucked up as in my professional broadcasting capacity i definitely segue into the next segment uh mommy issues guy if you missed last week a very uh exuberant fan of shelly's and her dms a lot and uh, we ascertained in our professional you know, capacity as, you know, psychologist. But, uh, he has serious mother issues. Mommy didn't give him enough attention. Uh, maybe she bathed him until he was, you know, 25. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. But apparently there's more. So more. Last week was part one. This will be part two of Mommy Issues OnlyFans Guy. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I was over there being all haunted by all this. And then something happened, and that's why I wrote you that. And now I can't remember it for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. But I think, I still think that, that Norman Bates, <laughs> that he um, is, let's see if he's still on my OnlyFans. Because usually by now, they get upset and then they'll quit it thinking like, oh, whatever. What was his name? Oh, yeah. I think I did put out a clip about him. Most of yeah, the Instagram did. follower battle while we're uh, searching. Last seen 13 hours ago. He's still on there. There you go. Shoot. What was the point? Okay. Because it was, it was, in relation to what we were talking about last week with the Elvis, he just kept popping up. And that's the thing too. 
this whole thing with me and Elvis, Elvis and me, he haunts me. Like, it's so crazy. Like, for example, so spoiler alert, I'll say this for our members. I'll, I don't want the public to know this. So when it happens, they just get all like, what? But for our lovely subscribers over here, um, for a while now, I just haven't like done it yet. For my customs clip store, I've been wanting to film me getting into a fight with the ghost of Elvis. And the reason why is because A, I'm really good at fighting by myself. I know that sounds weird, but there's an old saying in pro wrestling that if you can make wrestle a broom and make the broom look, look good, like it knows what it's doing, like you're good. So I'm not trying to shoot my own horn, but I'm that way. It's because I know how to perform. So I knew it would be really funny. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because my whole life, even when I didn't realize it, Elvis would haunt me. Like, and so what I started to do is when he would haunt me, if I was out and about, I would record on my phone, the haunting, like whether someone's shirt would be like with Elvis or like these weird things. It's like, you know, why would Elvis be right there? Like, oh, there's Elvis again. So I still have it and I have them, I need to like edit them all together so I can do this. Cause I wanted to build it up, like do a thing for YouTube where it's like, I'm being haunted by Elvis, but then have the actual fight in my clip store. So if people want to see the fight part, they have to go to the clip store. So <laughs> it's funny with this whole thing I had with Elvis, because like, there he goes again, haunting me. And so that's why I was saying he haunted me and he distracted me from like why I told you. Cause I knew it had it like, I was like, oh, Elvis and his mom issues and look at how he was with women and like, da, da, da. and then I thought about that guy and then like, there was a point to it. And then it went with like <laughs> things you were saying. I don't know. <laughs> I bet it would have been amazing. Over. It would have, but oops. <clears throat> you know, there's a certain segment of the population that believes that Elvis didn't die in 1977 or whatever it was. Of course, he may be dead by now. That was, you know, over 40 years ago. But if you're still alive, Elvis, and you haven't been watching this, Elvis. your invitation come on the show. <laughs> Here's the thing. One of the best Elvis hauntings I've gotten, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> is years ago, I did this pilot for a court show in Vegas. And I wish so bad that it would have went through, but it just wasn't meant. So I was the sexy bailiff, but when I say sexy bailiff, it wasn't like they had me in a costume. They had me in a bailiff outfit, but it was mm. form-fitting. We buttoned the top down a little bit. You know, it looked cute. And the former mayor of Las Vegas was the judge. And so the way we would open up the show is, first of all, we would it would be a show at Vegas when we'd film. So we'd have people that would come to Vegas to watch it. And then showgirls open it up and everything. And then... Um, the first case that we had <laughs> was um, this couple came to Vegas to like have their anniversary or whatever. And they were very displeased with the service of this Elvis impersonator. And this Elvis impersonator was so good. And I will never forget because first of all, I was so medicated out of my mind because the people that were my handlers, um, they were also potheads and love champagne. So I'm like, this is perfect. Are you kidding me? I want this gig. So um, 
we, I was real medicated out of my mind. So there I am tripping out. Okay. Here I am. And then when the judge, it's like his little podium, there's like a big old oversized martini glass and there's like a martini. It was amazing. It was like, you would, what better place to be so out of my mind medicated? It was odd. The girls were lovely with, it was so amazing. <laughs> and then there I look and there's Elvis, there's Elvis. And then his excuse for not being able to sing so well that day for their anniversary, he goes, hey, you know, your honor, I, I had a little tickle, a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> and I almost lost it. And I couldn't, because I'm supposed to be straight laced about it. But um, that was a good Elvis haunting because it felt like it was a dream, but it wasn't. It was totally reality. <laughs> and I wish it happened. It's on YouTube. I'll have to send you the link. It's and then at the end, the spoiler alert. Um, what they did is the judge ordered the Elvis impersonator to give them the right experience and seeing, I think it was Love Me Tender right then and there. And they were so excited. And these actors they have were so good. They are so believable. Because first of all, they're all improving, which I love. Like it wasn't scripted. They're like, okay, you know, this is a scenario. And so the wife, like she looks so happy. She's looking at her husband and love me. And he's just like, oh my <laughs> God. And then there's the girls on the stage and I'm in the back. Oh, it was so awesome. You definitely have to find the clip. Like, you know how you said that your career is just, you know, nobody or whatever. My career is a lots of attempts of things that should have happened and they just never materialized. That's sad. It's a sad note. It is. It is. But, but it's okay. That's right. It brought us here. It did. It did. And that's the thing. Because um, I do think about that gig a lot, you know, because mm. it almost happened. And what was going to happen is... I was going to have to move to Vegas and I would be living there and it would, like I said, it would be a show. So it's like, you know, that would be my gig. And I was totally fine with it because I was um, not really doing the wrestling thing. I had already been fired and everything like that. So like, I was like, this is perfect gig. Like, yes, like to perform in this way where there's like, it's improv. I'm on a stage. It feels like wrestling, but in a different way, you know? And so, and everyone was so awesome. Um, <clears throat> The guy that was a creator, he created Judge Judy, Judge Joe Brown, who was one of the creators. So it was it was looking like it was going to happen. And I actually have um oh I gotta get it. Hold on. <laughs> We're waiting for Shelly. The Instagram follower battle. Shelly's Foot Club has 179 followers. Uh, the Shelly SJ Smokeout account has 85 followers so we made a little headway last week we were down by 100 even now we're down by 94 followers so keep subscribing keep uh keep following us on instagram shelly sj smoke out well we'll close the gap we'll be victorious as they say this is the picture from that day <laughs> <laughs> But I, like I said, I think about it a lot. And to be honest with you, it would have been awesome. But my life would be 1000% different right now. And I got to have that experience for like a couple days. You know, um, I got to meet Jerry Springer that day as well. He was part of their 
Uh, Robin Leach was there as well. You know, it was interesting. Like, because I re- here's the thing. When I saw Jerry Springer and I met him, <laughs> I liked him. I liked him. <laughs> At least I'm talking about, oh, I didn't like that guy. I like Jerry Springer. I don't know what his deal is, but I, I liked him a lot. And um, I just remember when he went, I was sitting in the room where the guy was paying people that were paid to be there. And this guy just gives him this big old stack of money. And you know what Jerry Springer does? He goes, okay, thank you. And he just walks out all casually. I'm like, he's not even going to count it. Like, what? he just like stuck his money. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. <gasps> Big time Brian, is he going to join us? have an audio, Brian. Are you joining the show? Yeah. Hey, Woo! what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. I can't hardly. I've never been on here before. This is kind of weird. Indeed. It's cool, Technology. though. It's cool. it's cool, though. I didn't know how to get in here, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have you. Like I said earlier, uh, thanks Shall for being a subscriber. Shelly asked me to join, so I, I I figured out a way to get in here. There we go. What's up? Chilling, well, let's, smoking. Let's let's do this. This is what we're gonna do. First of all, big time, Bry. I'm taking a toke with my folk for my folk. Cheers, amigo. Cheers. I gotta go grab me a beer. You go grab yourself a beer. Oh yeah. But before before you go grab yourself a beer. Here, here's a little boob shake just for you. A big time boob shake for the big time Bri. Always having my back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big time Bri a, in the house. That's a big time boob shake. I like that. I, I'm definitely going to need a beer. Yeah, <laughs> I would shake my boobs, but it feels anticlimactic. <laughs> shake your boobs. Shake your boobs. Definitely anticlimactic. There you go. <laughs> for the subscribers <laughs> speaking of subscribers uh patreon we're also on patreon patreon.com slash shelly sj smokeout uh i had an idea for doing some setting some goals for patreon uh, i don't know if you have any ideas shelly i did have a couple <clears throat> of my own uh, one of my ideas was us doing a f mary kill show with wrestlers something that people F. might Mary like Kill. oh oh wow just Ooh. groups of old wrestlers new wrestlers different era they wrestlers they would i think maybe around Ooh. 20 subscribers somewhere oh my around. gosh speaking of i'm sorry <laughs> but remember i got shot on okay yes so when i went down this rabbit hole there is this mock commercial that Shatner did for WWE where he is singing entrance songs for WWE. <laughs> like it is the most, I was just like, why is this the first time I'm seeing this? I don't like Shawn Michaels. And the first person he sings is Shawn Michaels. And then he goes, he looks at the camera and goes, I'm not your boy toy. <laughs> I'm not your boy toy. <laughs> And then I lo- always have loved Triple H's song, Time to Play the Game. And so when he did that, <laughs> oh my gosh, he did such a good job. It's all about the game and how you play it. <laughs> I got shat I, I got shat on and I liked it. <laughs> experiment with my phone and try to turn my video on. I don't know if I can okay. do it. Let me see if I can do it. 
I bet you can. It's dark in my room. I got it's wrestling. Okay. I got wrestling on the TV, but I'm sitting here with a bush light in my hand. Let me see if I can do. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, big time, Bray. Big time, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cheers, amigo. Bush light. Cheers. What's up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's dark in here. So. It's okay. We can still see you enough. Woo! <laughs> see, I love this. This is so cool to be able to connect with you in this way because this is the first time we have seen each other face to face like this. Or I've seen you face to face. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is this is my room here. This is what I'm. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> How come you're not watching my videos? Why aren't you watching my videos? <laughs> oh, I have. I've watched some of them. I think I need to, I think I need to shave. I didn't shave today. So. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, it gives yeah. you the bad boy look. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just chilling. I don't have anything to smoke right now. I do have my beer, though. Hey, that's all you need. All we need is a good attitude. That's all we ask for. And if you're in a bad mood, we're still here for you. Oh, I'm not in a bad mood. I worked today, but it's not a bad day. It was a good day. day, I got out of there about three o'clock, so it's all good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. No problem. I'm a part of the OnlyFans, and I have to listen to some of the videos. Uh, the uh, interviews, but I haven't listened to all of them, but I'm in the process of trying to listen to all of them. Awesome. Well, thank you. Shelly spilled a lot of stuff that she never oh, said yeah. anywhere else all over all of the episodes. It's really been incredible. Hell yeah. Well, here's, well, here's the thing is as I've mentioned before, and this is kind of how like everything materialized to this roast is, um, people always get mad when I say things. So I feel if stoner Jesus is at least asking me or, or what I think or whatever, I, I'm getting asked. I'm allowed. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the only way I've been able to get away. He asked what? I'm sorry. <laughs> want to stand up for a second. <laughs> I have turn zero respect light. in the industry, so I can do pretty much whatever I want. And say turn my there you on. go. I'm turning my light on so I can show Shelly a few things. Oh, okay, great. Cool. Oh, there's my picture. <laughs> yeah. In a frame and all that. <laughs> I love it. There's another one. Let me see what. <clears throat> oh, yay. The Christmas one. Yeah. <laughs> there's this one. Yeah, Jillian. <laughs> he signed that one and. There's some of my stuff I got on my. Oh, how cute! <laughs> That's just some of my some of my stuff I got in here. <laughs> oh. Do you have any action figures, Shelly? Did you? Ever I, have do. Figure? Yes, I do. I yeah. do. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, it's really hard to find because I don't think they made many because they want to just cancel me out of wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> but they shouldn't have put me in that encyclopedia because that's where the proof is. <laughs> right. I've been looking for Shelly's action figure. I, if I get it, I'm going to send it to her and she's going to sign it. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting because I've, I've asked people, because here's the thing. I don't know how it like works, 
but whenever I've done like autograph signings and vendors bring me in or whatever, they always seem to have like a case of my toys. And I'm like, how did you get that? Like, where did you get it from? So I'm hoping that somebody will let me know where I can get my hands on some. So at least I can sell them to my people, you know? Heck yeah. I like, I like, I've seen it. I've seen yours. I just haven't got a chance to get a hold of one yet. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, anyone can say whatever the F they want. Anyone could say, or whoever inspired me, fine, whatever. But you know what? No one can ever take from me. The day I walked in Walmart and there was my action figure, no one could take that away from me. That I was yes. an action figure in Walmart. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's a career How highlight. many people have an action figure themselves? Right? I don't. Well, that's I the don't. thing. Is you know, it's it's a pretty cool thing. I have one I think left I have one here's the thing that I'm pisses me off about myself this just pisses me off okay I'm such an idiot man because there's been times where specifically I just want to throw up saying this I'm so embarrassed but when I've dated guys and I've given them my action figure because I knew that they would really like it like, I wish I didn't give those out because, first of all, why am I giving, why does he like having my action figure? That's telling me that you're probably using me for something, whether it's your ego or whatever. But in that time, because you're around all these people that have action figures too. So you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I'll always be with you. <laughs> 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 uh, makes me want to throw up because I would have like four extra ones if that wasn't the case. So, yeah, it really pisses me off. And then I don't want to ask for them back because then their energy is on it. They're cooties, if you will. So I don't want that. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a good Patreon giveaway. The whole thing. The action you know what? <gasps> you know what? I bet you I can find something cool, though, that I can give away. That's a good thing for Patreon. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As far as goals go, I can't speak for Shelly. I can only speak for myself. Uh, but another idea I did have would be if we could do a certain amount of subscribers, 1,500, whatever. We do a lingerie show. Both do the show in lingerie. I try to match Science. my lingerie with Shelly's lingerie as best I can. I got I'm not going to run out and get a whole fucking outfit or whatever, a whole ensemble or whatnot. But I will, I will do my best. <laughs> now let's do the whole show like that. I am so down. Let's do it. We got, oh, yeah. we got to have a market. We got to have a big time lingerie show. If we have a lingerie show. Oh yes. Oh, I oh work yes. It. You have no idea. <laughs> I work that shit from one end to the other. I like that one. That one's a definite. <laughs> that one's a definite. Awesome. I was thinking fifty subscribers, but it doesn't matter. We can pick whatever number we want for that. I was thinking twenty for the F Mary Kill huh? Wrestling Edition, which would be awesome. When I first, I didn't know this was taking place in Zoom. I tried to sign into Periscope. I was trying to get on Periscope. Oh, no, that's secret society. <laughs> For now. I still haven't figured out. I need to do the, I, here's the thing. I need to do the restream thing. Thankfully, I have Stoner Jesus to help me. We're connected on Voxer now. So now I don't, I can just be like, look, this is what's going. I still have like, how do I word this? This is what's up. <laughs> so that's definitely on my to-do list because March 31st is right around the corner, you know? And it sucks because 
it works so well. What I did for the first time uh, yesterday is since I made my OnlyFans a secret society one, um, I went live on on my phone to the uh, OnlyFans. And then with my tablet, I went live on Periscope on the feed. And thankfully it saved, but there's been so many times it just stopped saving. And so now I thought, okay, maybe if I make them public and then take that link and then download it, I'll just do it real quick when people aren't looking. But now it's not even letting me like make them public, my private streams. Wow. Hopefully Twitter allows me better. I'm not sure. I haven't said anything about it. They just say Periscope's going to be replaced by Twitter Live. <clears throat> but it says oh, like wow. you have to make a new account. I don't know what that is. Like, does that mean everything's going to get erased on my Periscope? That's what I'm afraid of. I'm like... I think it's supposed to be archived. It's supposed to be like an archive of the way Vine is, the way Vine became, or something like that. Hopefully. <clears throat> I, actually saw, I actually saw a, a test that you were doing on there, Stoner Jesus. That's why I logged on to Periscope because oh, yeah. I, got, I got notified that the, uh, you were running a test on there about 8.30. Yeah, I was doing a StreamYard test. <laughs> I think a StreamYard may be able, may be able to do this show on that and give people details to get into that as opposed to getting into the Zoom. They can join us on the show, do the graphics, do everything together, you know, get it posted up on OnlyFans and on Patreon sooner that way. Um, yeah. We'll see. Looks pretty good. Plus, we can stream live capabilities. Maybe we can stream live to OnlyFans. Maybe we can do Patreon as well. That would be cool. Yeah. I guess that'd be the ultimate. I think thing. there's a way. Like, I really yeah. do because um, – that's why when I was looking at the like even restream thing, like I was like, okay, there's a way, there's a way to do this. And I can't remember if it was on restream or if I read something else, but like there's something out there that mentions that you can connect even OnlyFans mm. and Patreon kind of thing. Yeah. What I don't know. I just I just really hope that you can figure it out because then you can help me figure out what I'm doing <laughs> over here with my secrets. <laughs> So you go ahead and play with it with our stuff <laughs> and then figure it out and then let me know. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely going to do the roast on Zoom because I can work Zoom and record it and stream it. And I've done it before. <clears throat> so the uh, stream error is probably going, what we're going to go with going forward I after forgot. that. I forgot about the roast to Shelly. When is that anyway? A week from tonight, 7 p.m. Oh, okay. Eastern time. We're okay. live on uh, my Twitter, Facebook, um periscope and twitch and youtube if i connect that to restream also okay. i should be able to it won't be on here it'll be on one of them yes we'll still okay. have zoom we'll still be on zoom we'll be streaming it live for free for everyone so they get a little taste of the show see what we're up to shenanigans and tomfoolery and whatnot we get into on a weekly basis <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Tom, Tom Foolery, Santino Morello provides some of that, won't he? Yeah, yeah. He'll be, yeah. Uh, he'll be second up. Francine's going first. Francine, yeah. And then Santino, and then we'll figure out the rest of the, the order. Well, I guess I'll figure it out this week. <laughs> you better get on yeah, it. It's coming up. <laughs> 61 years old. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Your birthday's coming up, Shelly, right? Uh, yes, on February 9th, on Tuesday. And here's here's the biggest, um, I'm on to a good start for my birthday. Um, first, we have the roast. So that's the day after, but I still think that counts. So that's going to be huge for me. <clears throat> and um, 
after the roast happens, I'll like, give you guys the details on why the roast kind of uh, evolved into something completely different to me. And I'm very excited about it. Anyways, so um, there's that. And then on my actual birthday, one of my favorite sushi places is opening up and walking distance. Not around the corner, but about 25-minute walk from where I'm at. And I, they're opening on my birthday. So I think that is fan-freaking-tastic. Wow. <laughs> on my birthday. Is that, is that the one close to Danielle's work that you put on your Snapchat, or is that a different one? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. That one's really good, too. Oh, my gosh. It was so good, that sushi. Um, I did want to bring up this. Uh, you sent me a screenshot of someone uh got in your dms i guess it was on OnlyFans. and uh yeah to paraphrase asked you about uh linking up which i guess is now the popular replacement oh, for hooking yeah. up yeah never heard of linking up just doesn't sound the same as hookup but oh i guess it means gosh. the same thing let me pull it up this I, dude i forgot it this is why i love that i have you stoner jesus to remind I, me of these i write things, things down i think li linking up is something you do in the matrix movie isn't it linking up <laughs> is every it? show every show has notes every show that i do i get lost because i get high a lot and i get lost and then it's just a big silent lull because i've lost where i'm doing where i'm going <laughs> see for me it's like i'll go through something and then i'll get all worked up and then like i'll work it out and then i forget about it i'm just like oh whatever <laughs> but then when you bring it i was like oh yeah okay what was that guy's name again oh here we go Oh, no, that wasn't him. That was another guy. Here it is. <laughs> okay, where did this all start? Let me let me scroll. It's kind of smoothness okay. that Shelly encounters. Okay, here on OnlyFans Diaries, we are going to be talking about another lad that uh, just doesn't get it, and you'll see why. So... I sent out a pay-per-view message and he replied to it and he said, I want to link up with you so bad. Pardon? Link up. So I said, pardon? I like that. Because when I said, here's the thing. When I typed it, this is how I typed it. Pardon? But before I typed it, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Link up. <laughs> and I even typed it and then deleted it and then I laughed and then I went pardon and to be honest with you I remember like I literally made that face pardon and so he said I want to take you on out and I want to take you out on a date if it's possible and I said it's not damn I can't okay. even get a chance to know you and I said this isn't a dating site now, I think it's coming back to me. Mommy issues. And this is why I told you to bring up the mommy issues. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Here we have yet, I'm pretty much banking, another lad that probably has mommy issues. And that's why he doesn't know how to talk to women. Now, here's the thing. Something that's been really cool in my career is doing meet and greets with fans because I've been around so many different personalities because of it. And 
it's one of those things where I've been around so many guys that don't know how to talk to me because a, they're a huge fan of me. And so I kind of intimidate them. And then when they see that, like I'm being friendly with them, they don't know how to take it. And they're like, Oh my gosh, like I didn't expect this. So I understand. And I'm very sensitive to that. And I feel like in life I've developed some pretty cool ways of making people feel comfortable. So I can know how to make people feel comfortable, right? Then you have people like this fella and the other fella who, when I say they don't know how to talk to women, it's not because they're nervous or being shy and they don't want to say the wrong thing. They're like putting me in this category of this is someone I want to F and that's their only agenda. I want my dick inside of her. It's never going to happen, but here I pay to be on her OnlyFans. I know she's going to read it. So I'm just going to type here and I'm going to think with my dick and I'm just going to say it. You know what? Get the F out of here. Like I'm sick and tired of these dudes talking to me. Like I'm some freaking advertising that I'm some hussy over here. Just trying to like have dirty talk and all this. Look, if I was doing that, I'd be making a lot more money right now. Let me tell you. A lot more money, and I'd be sitting real pretty, but I don't want to talk dirty to anybody, okay? So get over it. (laughs) You're not going to date me. It's just not going to happen, and don't be a dick about it. Oh, I can't even get to know you like I'm the bitch? I have a website that you come to to probably just jack off to. You're welcome. That's all we're doing here. That's it. Business is done. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. And the messages you send over the internet, you have uh, time to think about. It's not like he's just blurting stuff out. You have time to think about it. Exactly. Exactly. This is what I'm going to send. This is the, this is the fucking line. She's going to be like, you know what, dude, you're right. Let's link up. What do you want some sushi? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And here's the thing. Point in case when originally I wrote, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But then I laughed, deleted it because I thought for a moment and then just put pardon. So, you know, and that's the thing. I know not everyone's the same. I get that. I'm not trying to say everyone needs to think the way I do or needs to think the way you do. But the problem I have is, again, I don't mean to whore this word out. But I feel like these dudes are straight up shaming me because I'm not giving them what they want just because they're spending their $10 a month to see some content that I don't just put out there for everyone. And and here's the thing. I have people like Big Time Bry. He's so awesome, so supportive. You know, there's times where I'm feeling down and I'm snapping and I don't feel good or tweeting. And there's people, I have fans like Big Time Bry that are like, oh, you know, I hope you feel better or whatever. It's okay. So it makes it worth it. But these jerk-offs, dude, I mean, A, they make it for good content. We're talking about you. Hi. But <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to where I feel like in life, I always have to be stifled or else like, it's like to the William Shatners of the world. If I say anything, I'm going to get fired. Point in case, my wrestling career. <laughs> <laughs> You know, point in case. I opened my mouth, got fired, you know. You should have so asked this I... dude if he knows what a pay pig is. <laughs> but you know what? The dudes that talk to me like this, 
they are usually the ones that are so cheap. So it's like, you know mm. what? At least try to lure me in by spending some money, bro. Why don't you spend some money first? <laughs> yeah. And point right. in case, I have this one OnlyFans. When he first started to talk to me on my DMs on there, he would always want to talk about, he has like this certain fetish um, and it's usually like, you know, me and him talking crap to each other and he beats me up, puts me in a power driver. And so at first he just would talk about it on DMs and I was like, dude, you got to pay for, if you want to talk like this, you got to pay. And he was like, okay. So he did. And so then, then it transferred over to, I started making these videos where I beat myself up for him. <laughs> and it's really awesome. I have a lot of fun because I have to get creative and make it look like it's not my hand. <laughs> it's awesome. I put sound effects in. It's so wow. <laughs> awesome. I have so much fun because whatever, it's your personal content. That's your business, what you do with it. But I'm like, dude, this is freaking awesome. I made it like when I was shooting it, I was sitting right here and I was shooting it. I remember I wasn't really feeling that well, but I was like, I got to get him his, his video. And so after when I started editing it, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks really good. <laughs> that looks good. I beat myself up good, real good. So that, that's what I'm talking about. It's like the people who have their certain thing or whatever, they have no problem, A, paying, and then B, being super respectful and nice and appreciative. So that's why, like... Like me, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just like, oh, it's just eye-rolling that these dudes, and I think that some of them think I'm going to either ignore them or I'm going to be like, oh, I want your $10. You know, you could take your $10 and shove it up your butt. That's what you can do, brothers. Like, that's what's up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> These guys like that, they lack the attention or having the attention somewhere in their past. Uh, even if it's negative attention. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And here's the thing, going back to that full circle, Stoner Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were right. It was another OnlyFans. <laughs> it was another OnlyFans update. You're absolutely right. The internet is a magnet for those people. So many outlets for them to to get the attention yeah. they're looking for. That's true. Speaking of full circle, me and Shelly came full circle because when I, we first started, I think I made Shelly upset a few times. Well, not really upset, but right? Oh my gosh. I totally <laughs> forgot. Here's the thing. I so wasn't even thinking about that because of the relationship we've now developed throughout the years. Oh my gosh, Stoner Jesus. Let me tell you about Big Time Brian. Let me tell you all about, you want to have somebody on the spot? Here we go. Big Time Brian. I've talked about it before in live streams, but he's behind the, now I have you. Oh, I got you now, Big Time Brian. Okay. So I would be posting my content, of course, on uh, my Instagram. And so he would always be like, oh, um, that's a big time picture or whatever. And he would capitalize big time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he's talking about my boobs. And I'm like, why is he like, <laughs> like, why does he have to say it like that? Like, why? This rose is so wrong. Like, why does he have to be like that? And so there would be times where I would sass him. And then like, I'm, I would be like, you know, why do you have to say it? Like, it's like, oh, because I just think they're big time great and all this. Real big time. 
And he thought it was a compliment to me. And so I broke it down to him. I was like, this isn't a compliment. Like, whatever, I get it, blah, blah, blah. And then long story short, he ended up apologizing to me and then told me that he never looked at it that way before. And that now he could see, like, my side and my point of view. And that's all fine and dandy, like sour candy to hear, right? Like, oh, maybe he's telling you what you want to hear. But let me tell you, it's the truth. Because now we're here years later. And he's one of my number one supporters in the sense of, you know, he's always has my back. He does take that extra time to check on me when he thinks that maybe I'm upset, you know, and that's why we have this thing where like earlier I shook my boobs and this whole thing. Cause it's like, it's big time, Bri. I know what you're here for. Yeah. <laughs> you Cause go. I'm big time. Awesome. <laughs> that brings a smile to my face. Right. See, see, but that's the thing is like, cause my <laughs> whole point is, is, I don't mind being fun and cheeky and like shaking my boobs, but why is it got to be oh big time? Oh, it's it's a big time. Oh, big time. (laughs) And so now that I have you here, big time, Bri, I would like to know now that we're Shelly McFlying and big time McFlying back (laughs) into time. um, What was your thought process behind that? I want to go first to the big time. So, was it that you thought it was a compliment or did you like not care if I got mad? Like where was, what's that about? I was, it was just, I was, it was just a compliment. That's how I saw it. But I didn't realize it would affect you in the manner it did. I apologize for that. So. Well, you're good. I'm just, <laughs> I, I have you right here. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I also would like to know the times before I explained to you, and there was times I was very short with you. I was like, you would catch me on a bad, it would be like a bad day. I'd be in a bad mood. Like, like someone, my personal life screwed me over. And so then I just like, Oh, let me just not think about it. I'll just focus on my content. Oh, big time. I'm like, Oh, this freaking guy with his big time again. It's like, so I would like to know now that I have you here, what did you think about that? When you felt, did you feel that negative energy I threw at you when I typed it? Yes, I, I did. And I, I did, and I, I did, and I felt bad that I, that I, that for putting that down for, for what I, for putting big time, I felt bad. And so, how did you feel? Okay, so you felt bad, and then, did you think like I was gonna block you or anything like that that ever ha- like occurred to you? I I didn't know. I thought maybe you would, but I I'm glad you didn't. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and what I think is really cool is when I called you out and was like, "Why do you have to be like this?" And da 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 Is this what it does? Um, I thought it was really cool that you came across very just straightforward and honest and genuinely like felt bad, and that's why like I knew. Because here's the thing. Another thing, it always goes back to wrestling for me. This is why when people say I'm bitter, it's like, dude, it always goes back to wrestling. Um, I was really fortunate to be around so many guys. So I saw so many different guys and how they act and react to things. And I realized a lot of times guys, especially like good guys that are just trying to be good guys and like do the right thing. Sometimes they don't understand like yourself, like, oh, like that's not the best way to talk or whatever. They just don't know. They don't know. 
And that's what I kind of got from you. And I'm glad that we had that conversation because you could have been like these dudes we talk about where you're like, oh, whatever. Like, you're the one over there with your tits out. (laughs) 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 You know, you could have because I get that sometimes. But, you know, you knew there was more than just tits McGee to me. And I appreciate that. And I would just like to, this is a toke to you for, um, your proof <laughs> that it's okay for me to call bitches yeah. out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's all cool now. It's all big time cool. It's all big time cool. Big time cool. <laughs> he now's like a catchphrase. Yeah, even, <laughs> even if even if from time to time I still I'd still tease you about the Tommy Cam from time to time. Remember that he told me that story. What was that? That even I, even though from time to time I still tease you about the Tommy Cam. You remember you told me that. Oh story. my gosh, you had to bring it up here, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Stoner yeah. Jesus, Jesus is like, huh? What? Yeah, I have no idea about the uh, the Tommy Cam story. It sounds quite interesting. Well, long story short. <laughs> Why don't you tell the story, Big Time Brian, how you uh, discovered me on the Tommy Cam? Uh, you, I think you're the one that told me that. I had no idea about that. Oh, that's right. Because you told me you were a Motley Crue fan. Wasn't that yeah. the case? So, yeah. And I've seen him before. And I've seen Vince Neil and all, and, and all of them before. Live. That's right. Now it's coming back to me. So back in the day, long story short, I guess... Tommy Lee has this thing called the Tommy cam where people like are in the background girls and they're topless and like the audience gets to see them. And this is when I was doing topless work and I was asked to come down there and I went down there and I thought it was kind of like, I didn't realize what it was going to be. I didn't know it was going to just be me and a bunch of girls, but it was. And, um, Long story short, there was somebody there that I was, like, seeing. So I thought I was, like, doing them a favor for, like, being there and then doing this Tommy Cam thing. And then to find out that I was just one, going to the story earlier, full circle, I thought I was special, but I realized that day I wasn't. And I didn't go there for the gig, for the money. I went there because I thought I was doing this guy I was dating a favor so I thought I was like showing I was reliable and I was down you know and when his assistant walked me to my car not him and slipped me slipped me a hundy for gas (laughs) here's some gas money oh (laughs) oh oh that's when I knew I wasn't special after all but well you know what's interesting that person, when they came in the room, <clears throat> I remember, I've never talked about, here we go, another exclusive. <laughs> um, I remember I was sitting in this room and there's a bunch of girls. I was pissed because I was like, I can't believe this. I thought, because at this point, I already been on WWE and all this. So I'm like, how did I land here with the group girls? Like, and that's maybe why, maybe I'm an asshole for thinking just because I was on TV that I was put in a different category. I guess. <clears throat> but there I was sitting with the groupies. <laughs> so um, 
I was just sitting there pissed because I was like, I felt stupid. I felt stupid that I bought everything that this dude told me. Mm-hmm. And um, when he walked in, I remember all the girls were like, oh my gosh, so and so. And then <laughs> I just ignored him. <laughs> and there was this glass coffee table in front of me. And he got so thrown off that I was ignoring him and I was just sitting there like this while they were all over there adoring him all these beautiful women right so he gets this is where the ego comes in and this is what I'm talking about like you even think you're something special because he got I saw him get annoyed that I was ignoring him mm-hmm. and then he walked forward and he fell into the glass table and it broke <laughs> Now, I don't know if that's why I got walked to the car and got sent that hundy. <laughs> Maybe that was why. Because I remember he was like, later he came up to me. And he was like, what was up with that? Like, you were just like totally ignoring me. And I was like, well, you had all those girls. Or... <laughs> what do you want me to do? Go run up there too? So now that I think of it, I probably, that's when I got, the the guy got the Iggy to be like, Walker hit her car because <laughs> I don't even remember saying goodbye to the guy to be honest but I didn't care because I was just like yeah I thought it was special so what was Tommy you- Lee doing while like girls were in the background or whatever would he talk about stuff or what was going on oh it would be like okay say they were on um they were performing somewhere so mm-hmm. on stage they'd be like oh let's go backstage or something like that and so okay. he would pretend like he had the camera and then it would go to this pre-recorded stuff to the audience of what we were shooting. And it would be like all these beautiful girls. So it's like giving the backstage, Motley Crue backstage, oh, wow. girls. Ah. And, um, you know, a lot of his gals were topless because it was like they highlighted the boobs. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so that's, that's what I did. And like I said, full circle to what we were talking about earlier that was one of those moments where I was just like, and to be honest with you, I remember shortly after that, like I went without being with anyone for like a really long time, like really long time. And it was because I was just like, ew, what am I doing? Like, ew, these people like, ew, ew. Like I got to worry about getting to work and doing my thing, like whatever. So that, uh, so that, that segment right there is pre-recorded because the shows I've seen, it's uh, it's live where he has a camera. He brings a camera out. The girls, all the girls in the That's crowd. That's what I was told. That's what I was told, that it was pre-recorded. Yeah. I don't know. Oops. Am I not supposed to say that? I didn't sign anything. <laughs> I didn't sign nothing. Because <laughs> you know me, I've watched a few of those videos, and it's always like, it seems like it's a live where he, he brings the camera out to the, mm. edge of the edge of the stage. And he tries to get all the girls in the crowd to show their boobs. That's that's the ones I've seen. I didn't know it was pre-recorded. Well, maybe it was for something special. I don't know. Maybe it was for like an LA show. So that's why it made sense. But we were backstage at some wherever they were at. I don't remember right. where it was. All, so maybe that's the, what it was. Yeah, and all the girls that, that that flash, all the girls flash their boobs. They're up on the big screen. That way, everybody can get a good view. The whole crowd. Exactly. Because yep. I remember we were backstage and I remember being in this bathroom and it was lit all crazy. And I remember there's a girl, she was on Rock of Love, Daisy De La Hoya. She was there too. And she was pretty pissed. So I wondered if she was going through the same thing where maybe her and I were even seeing the same guy. I don't know. But we and her were the only ones that were there and pissed like this. 
Aye, aye. All right. Well, wait till this roast. So we here before you know it. Take one more <laughs> hit before we get up out of this bitch. Yeah. All right. Brian, thank you again for subscribing, joining us. I still got like five more of these to do, and they're big tall boys too. So. Hell yeah. Come on. I'm going to be. <clears throat> I'm going to be shooting tonight, so I'm going to be doing some Snapchat stuff. So um, there you go. Look forward to seeing some snaps tonight. I will. I'll be up late. I got to finish my beer off. I won't go to bed till the beer's gone. Well, I'll keep you entertained on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Snapchat. Not hip enough to be on Snapchat. I'm not sure what I got. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot. Why do you think yeah. I just pass off everything to you? Including my own things I want to talk about. <laughs> I love Snapchat. I think I shoot Shelly a Snapchat about almost every morning. Is that, is that right? This is true. This is true. Because here's I say the thing. Good morning. Have a good day. Usually. You do. And I appreciate that. But here's the thing. So th- this is my list of what I have to do all the time. So that's why I'm just like, there, Stoner Jesus. Boom. Let's talk about this. <laughs> right. It's a well oiled machine, as you can see. Smoke out with Shelly and SJ. Taking the world by storm or whatnot. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> See if I'll tweet William Shatner. We'll get him on here. I got a good thing about this one. You and me shat go toe and toe. And let's see who will shat on who. That's right. That'll <laughs> be a sing off, isn't it? You and William, you and William Shatner singing WWE themes sing off. <laughs> dude you have to look it up see what you Stoner Jesus is, you have to see it it's amazing when he I does Rey Mysterio too. song he goes yaka, yaka, <laughs> I might get That's on there hilarious. and watch that after this Zoom session's over I think I might get on there and watch I would go and watch it too <laughs> I watch it too <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna watch it, and then I'll probably watch the Chad Midley video that Shelly's in. I'll probably watch I'm it. I'm gonna go watch. It. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you next week. I'm gonna go see you next week, Shelly. Thank again. you, Brian. All right, thank you. I'm gonna go shut myself. <laughs>